Welcome to FedScoop's technology podcast series on IT transformation in government, brought to you today by Dell EMC and Intel. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we'll explore why IT modernization is essential if agencies are to realize the full potential of digital transformation and serve the public more effectively. Our guests today are two longtime technology experts in the government IT sector. Cameron Sherry is Chief Operating Officer and Chief Technology Officer with Dell EMC Federal, and he's been working with senior government IT leaders for the past 15 years. Cameron, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Wyatt. It's a pleasure to be here. And we have Steve Oren, Chief Technologist with Intel Federal. Steve also has been leading cybersecurity, cloud architecture, and applications for more than 20 years in the commercial and government space. Welcome to the program, Steve. Thank you, Wyatt. A pleasure to be here as well. So let's dive in here. The Federal CIO Council, as you know, in their recent January report to the new administration noted that IT modernization is essential to digital transformation in government. Cameron, I'd like to ask you first, briefly, how would you characterize the progress the federal government has made in modernizing IT compared to the commercial channel over the past two or three years? You know, it's a great question, Wyatt, and thank you. I would offer you the government, I think, for the first time I've seen in a long time, is almost on par with commercial companies in a few areas, with some exceptions that are the outliers. So when we look at digital transformation, which is at the core of what Dell EMC does, there are disruptive forces, things like Uber and Lyft and these organizations that have looked at business model and the digital age very different. But when I couch it in an enterprise context, which is what the government and the commercial markets do, we really see that there's almost close to parity across those markets. As you would expect, as in most things in government, right, it's a very complex working environment. For the most part, there's a lot of great pockets of transformation occurring. And in others, there's some lagging issues that we have to contend with, which really center around aging infrastructure. But I would say, generally speaking, I'm always trying to be the eternal optimist, Wyatt. And I would offer you that if you look at great examples like what Dr. David Bray is doing at the FCC, we're seeing great adoption of digital transformation. We look at what's going on with the EPA. There's other great examples there. So there's, there's good pockets that we can focus on to show that the government is driving success. But generally speaking, it is, it is a journey. And they've started that journey, and we're, we're seeing just the beginning. Steve, I'd be interested in your additional perspective. I think a couple of the interesting things about where the government currently is in its process around modernizing IT is that they've taken the dual approach, both on looking at enterprise applications and data, as well as in the mission space and being able to take advantage of the new agile architectures and data transformation from the mission space, both in the military side as well as in the civilian agencies, and looking at that dual priority of how do we get our enterprise services into the cloud and taking advantage of IT modernization, but also how do we service our customer? How do we? How does the government service their uh, agency's priorities, both for large and small agencies, and get applications modernized, get the data out there and available, um, if you will, get things cloudified? I think another question is agencies always need to update their technology, but why is it more important than perhaps ever before for agencies to focus their IT investments around newer, more readily available? Agile IT infrastructure. 
Cameron, maybe you could take that one first. Sure, Wyatt. You know, dovetailing off something that Steve said prior, you know, when you look at the mission of government, whether it's federal civilian, the Department of Defense, or the intelligence community, it is all about mission. Now what we're seeing is a couple of converging forces that are affording us opportunity being driven by challenge. Uh, The first thing is the budget constraints that we see in government today, as we're all aware these budgeting environments are quite strenuous. We're dealing with a lot of issues with, you know, fiduciary challenge across the country. So that's driving or forcing us to really innovate and look at these things very differently. What's also converged, though, and I'm sure Steve will dovetail into this, is the ability for industry to offer agility with modern technology and infrastructure, things like converged, hyper-converged, cloud-based technologies, and most importantly, the application layer when we look at uh, platforms like a Pivotal Cloud Foundry that allow you to completely transform your application suite without introducing risk to the missions is really the context for this of why it's so imperative now. And Steve, I know you have some additional thoughts given your background on cybersecurity and cloud architecture, et cetera. Absolutely, Wyatt. Really what is driving a lot of that investment is the advent of software-defined infrastructure. As the applications, the data, and the infrastructure services and components become software-defined, start to be enabled with APIs, it helps drive the DevOps process, that agile development necessary to move to the cloud, necessary to enable that digital transformation. And so being able to take advantage of these new architectures and these new capabilities by pulling the data out of legacy systems where you can or proxying them with hyperconverged infrastructure where you can't to get access to what's at the core, which is the applications and the data, and move them into this hybrid model leveraging SDI. And that's really one of the key ways that government agencies will be able to make the most out of their IT investments, both today as well as preparing for that future where they can take full advantage of the data across multiple agencies and multiple mission spaces. So I I have to say that the software-defined capability and then being able to apply DevOps to it is how the government's going to be able to take advantage of their existing investments today as well as prepare them for that future and taking that dual approach of of a uh, hybrid-style infrastructure where they can leverage on-prem and off-prem services, public cloud, community clouds, and then the on-prem private clouds and be able to do it in a natural, progressive way is how they're going to be able to be successful. Cameron, I think Steve raises a great point about some of the new capabilities, but I'd be interested in your perspective. What's different really about IT infrastructure today compared to even a couple years ago, and and why is it that agencies really should start investing in it now as opposed to just rolling it into the next budget cycle? Yeah, that's a a great question, Wyatt. I think Steve started to allude to it, right? Software is an excellent investment for us to create agility in the government. What's really important to understand about the available infrastructure today is the agility that software provides on great flexible hardware that has really transformed the enterprise is clearly one ingredient. But more importantly, and we started to allude to this in in our earlier conversation, it's about business model. The economics of this investment have become so efficient today, there are new business models available to the government as-a-service doesn't just apply to cloud-based offerings now. These as-a-service models are becoming the new norm almost for buying enterprise IT, whether it's desktops and endpoint, network capability, or full data centers as a service. The advent of these new important business models 
along with the economics of the technology dropping as far as cost points, it really is a brilliant opportunity for the government at this stage. That's one part of these converging forces we've talked about. I'd be interested in your thoughts as well, Steve. Why is it that you would recommend that agencies invest sooner than later? I think at the core is this concept that data is key and data is going to drive this evolution. In order to be able to get at and be able to access that data, it's driving the APIs and the software-defined infrastructure to support them to, as Cameron said, create that as-a-service model up and down the stack throughout the enterprise. And so being able to invest in these key transformative capabilities to drive access to the data, to create those new business models, to create those new services, um, and be able to take advantage of the application logic and the data stored throughout the enterprise and throughout the mission space is really going to be the game changer here. And so as data drives APIs and drives the software to find, those new business models can then come in and enable that agile enterprise. At the same time, we're also seeing the, the change in the last several years um, to brokerage models, like Cameron mentioned, that enable organizations to think more strategically around their services and around their data. And then the other notion is that security is being baked in from the hardware up. And so now security doesn't have to be an impediment to innovation. It can be an enabler. And having it built in and designed in from the bottom through the, the infrastructure and into the application data space allows organizations to meet that assurance goal without getting in the way of delivering those services and new business models. Let me shift the conversation just a little. Both of your organizations are global leaders in developing and deploying technology uh, really around the globe. I'd be interested, what IT developments do each of you see coming over the next 18 to 24 months that are driving your company's investment strategies and the IT strategies of your customers? Uh, Steve, maybe I'd ask you to take that one first. So to continue with the theme from the last one, I think secure by design and security built in is, is a key enabler that really allows for that innovation to continue to move forward. And we're seeing this both at Intel and at Dell EMC of supporting that secure by design concept. But from an, a data center and IT modernization perspective, I think two key things are helping to drive the innovations going forward and to drive those new business models. One is the access to advanced telemetry so that you can have applications and data and systems auto-tuned to the environment and to the infrastructure, be able to, to dynamically create that virtual infrastructure you need in order to be able to better service the application. And and really where that leads us to is this new data center model that we're seeing around disaggregated computing capability, being able to spread out your application workloads across multiple compute and virtual nodes to take full advantage of your data center. And so really think of it as how do we transform things from a server or node-based approach to a data center-based approach as we look at these new uh, service models and be able to provide the full power of the data center and of the cloud to the data and to the applications that the organizations are trying to deliver. And Cameron, what additional things do you see coming down the pipeline over the next 18 to 24 months that's uh, driving your company's strategies? Absolutely wide, and I'll compliment what Dave said. You know, security built in for us is paramount, and the integration and partnership with us at Intel has provided some brilliant opportunities for customers. There's a couple of different elements that we see happening as this enterprise is transforming. To uh, pull the thread on one of the things that Steve had mentioned, it's about applications and really those, the user experience of the applications. Because of the breadth of our portfolio, we're investing basically from client all the way to cloud to software 
software-driven data center. So in the client space, we see a lot of transformation occurring in convertibles, hybrids, tablets, things of that nature. Software-defined networking is going to be incredibly huge for us. When we look at software-defined data centers, the last bastion of that really is about software-defined networking and how that participates in that software-defined enterprise. Converged, hyper-converged are going to be great focal areas to drive that next generation architecture that Steve and I have discussed, and then really driving heavier into the software-defined space for the enterprise. Those become the underpinning capabilities for digital transformation. The last piece for us then is really all about the software. It's about taking transformational technologies like a pivotal cloud foundry to really build these fourth generation next industrial revolution based applications. I'm curious, what's one question that commercial or government CIOs most often ask when they meet with your CEOs or top leaders about the direction of enterprise IT? Uh, you know, it's fascinating because, you know, I've got the good fortune and luxury to work for one of the last founder CEOs standing in the industry. So his perspective is always very visionary. When those discussions occur, it really is about this intersection in the digital world of how Internet of Things and how humans interact with technology. IT has shifted or technology has shifted from being a commodity to being strategic and embedded in everything. It's driving the complete digital economy. So when they ask this question, Michael envisions a world where technology really unlocks the human potential. And it's about this balanced harmony between this digital transformation and technology that underpins it and how it has a positive effect on human ability. And when you think through that, we're living in this digital era now, right? With IoT, it's very real. It's your Fitbits. It's your smartwatches. It's these tablets and how you interact with location-based services and how all of that happens using the telemetry data that Steve had talked about earlier. So for us, the future is extremely bright, extremely exciting, and living in a digital economy couldn't be better. Appreciate that. And uh, Steve, your final thoughts on that? So just to echo off of what Cameron said, with the digital transformation that's coming, it's really all about the data and the data from the edge all the way to the cloud and beyond. And how do you get the most out of that data? How do we process that data? How do we secure it? And so I think the key thing is that looking at the infrastructure end to end, how do we scale up, scale out, and take full advantage of the data? How do we push analytics to the edge? And I think what we're seeing is this transformation of understanding that it's not about well, that's a client device and that's a data center and that's a cloud. It's a, it's a holistic strategic approach of how do we get the most out of our applications and data and provide those best of breed services to customers, to the end user, and be able to get them the most value. And the way that we're going to do that is about being able to drive the data economy to then drive that digital transformation. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. But Cameron Sherry and Steve Oren, I want to thank you both for joining us today, sharing a lot of the insights that you uniquely have working for the organizations that you do and providing a little extra insight on what's ahead for government CIOs. So thank you both for being with us. Thank you so much, Wyatt. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Wyatt. It's been a pleasure. Great. And of course, thanks to Dell EMC and to Intel for making today's episode possible. Look for more of our coverage of IT transformation development in government at bedscoop.com. This is Wyatt Cash, your host. Thanks for tuning in.